Sean and Joe, another episode ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make believe, get ready for Halloween. It's the horror show. I know you miss those guys. Tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate. Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody. Wait, what do I say? Wait, hello. Wait, hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. The show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and <laughs> favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. I just drank like way too much tequila during that bonus episode. Um, how's everyone doing? How are you doing, Joe? I'm all right, man. I thought I was like a migraine was setting in in that bonus episode, but I think I'm coming back around again. Okay, all right, all right, baby. I mean, Joe's Joe's had a day. He's been at the fair. He's got his kiddos. Yeah, it takes yeah. a toll, man. Action, action packed day. Action packed. Um, that was a fun bonus episode. We're gonna start doing uh betting betting lines on the show. Yeah, you know to encourage our deviant behavior <laughs> i love it hey we got a good movie no that's a lie Sorry. uh i don't think it's a lie i don't joe, think it's a lie. what are you saying joe <laughs> <I> joe <laughs> joe no joe no no joe. it's funny it's funny that this is your reaction because after the movie ended I had that thought like out loud to myself and I was like, what's happened to me? Like, I feel like this run, I've just been broken uh, this whole past year. (laughs) It's like nothing I dislike anymore. I I thought it was fine, man. Why? It was kind of fun. Why? Joe, no. Joe, no. Dude, it was was fun. Oh, no. (laughs) Come on. Um, we're doing Amityville 3D. But dude, the best part about this movie is that they use 3D. All Every 3D gag has nothing to do with fucking ghosts. <laughs> we, talk about, we talk about the Friday the 13th 3D uh, with the rake. This is unreal. That, this guy, is unreal. Dude, that guy, this guy. This guy uses every inanimate object to point at the screen. <laughs> Except, dude, and a ghost, a ghost could do anything. So you have so much like flexibility for like something to float towards the screen. Uh, even an orb, even an orb just coming to the dude, screen. The three D effects were like for the most ridiculous shit you could imagine. I wrote almost all of them down because it's unfucking real what he decided to use as a three D effect and what limitless potential with a fucking ghost movie. With 3D effects, right? Because you literally right. could just have shit coming to the screen. Like, fucking, they pick something up, it's invisible, and it throws to the screen. Anything. <laughs> anything. And instead, yeah. what they choose is, like, the shit the humans are holding. <laughs> I have never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so. It's, uh, it's only a year after Friday Part 2, so the 3D phase is still, like, very much... Or not phase the the 3D craze is still very much a thing. Like Jaws 3D is at this time. This could have, like you just said, capitalized so hard and propelled this movie into something even bigger if they had any idea of what to do with 3D technology. Joe, the Amityville is like the most wasted franchise I've ever fucking seen in my life, and and now I'm so fascinated by. I'm so fascinated by it now, like. 
I almost want to just keep watching them because I can't <laughs> yeah, do too. Dude, like, I can't even fucking believe this is a thing. So, this is actually the last movie that is released theatrically until the remake. And then I wow, don't. So, four, did, four didn't. Hey, Joe, would you, would you like to take a guess at how many were released in between this and the remake? <laughs> um. Okay. So, there's like 22 or 23 total. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 12. No, that's that's that actually less somehow. They they crammed uh, a lot in, in the back end. They were back end heavy. <laughs> they they loaded the back end with all of them. Uh six movies happened in between this and then the remake. Um but there was still a major gap. There was almost a, a decade in between the last one and the remake. They do four as a TV movie in eighty nine. They do the Amityville Curse, direct-to-video in 1990. The rest of these are direct-to-video. 1990. They do Amityville. It's about time in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> what is the plot of that? Do you have, do you have a synopsis of that? Because <laughs> what, what, what are they referring to? <laughs> Dude, I should have. I should have thought of that when I wrote that down. Because I wrote it down like with a note like, LOL, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Like that's insane. Are you looking it up right now? I am. All right, I'll, I'll continue to read. Nineteen ninety two. After right. <laughs> after that is Amityville: A New Generation in ninety three, and then Amityville Dollhouse, which I actually remember the cover of pretty vividly. I do too. Um, Cheshire Disc. Yeah, right? in ninety six, um, and then the remake in two thousand five. So a nine year gap in between Dollhouse and the remake. What is our synopsis for Amityville? It's about time. So you know how like there's there's a blurb at the beginning right, of the right. Wikipedia page. It offers me absolutely <laughs> nothing. Just some for some reason has like everybody's name that's involved with it as the synopsis. That's all it is. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, this guy's in it. <laughs> okay, okay. Dude, uh, it's about the story time. is. Oh, okay, okay, it makes sense now. The story is a family buys a clock from the old Amityville house. Oh, and, this is the clock one. This is the yeah, clock and, and the evil travels into the clock. So, so the it's about time. Well done, well done with creating that that subtitle. I've heard about this. I've heard about this. The clock. They they got sick of the house, and then they were just like, now it's the Amityville hey. clock. Listen, listen. As idiotic as that sounds, honestly, kudos because because you, you want to try something fresh, right? Listen, that well, it's makes better sense. than blowing up the house every movie and then the next movie starting just out being fine. with the house <laughs> with, with the real estate agent just selling it <laughs> and seemingly always selling it for the first time. One, two, and three. Just ignore each other. They just don't even acknowledge each other, which is nuts. Because Dino De Laurentiis, uh, you know, kind of he he produces this again. He does, but uh, as I said last week, the lawsuits came in heavy after part one, and yes. Dino had the piss suit out of him by the Lutz family. Uh, so, so that so. So Amityville 3D uh, is not promoted as a sequel, and the name Lutz is never used once. But it does reference the actual crimes, so I guess you can make a case that it's connected to part two. <laughs> it's a strong case. Uh, 
Yeah, they they did. They they talk about the DeFeos for a minute. Good old Meg Ryan shows up. Uh, shows the, up and just... the queen mangle expert. <laughs> Dude, the queen, the original mangle expert. Because pre-internet days, pre-true crime podcast, she is just popping into every room and reenacting the crime scenes and finding like mysterious pits and describing exactly what they do. And also the Ouija board queen. She, Dude, the Ouija she board. She is amazing. She is incredible. <laughs> every fucking time she's on screen, she's like, all right, I'm going to break this out for you. Also, my favorite part in the movie is Meg Ryan talking about um, people having sex with ghosts. And yeah, it's my favorite moment. Like, Maybe that's why your dad bought this house. <laughs> and she's like, big old ghost boobies. <laughs> Tig old ghost biddies. <laughs> Lori Laughlin's like, nah, my dad's not like that. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Yo, could you imagine if you had a ghost with Tig old ghost biddies? roaming through your house dude. <laughs> dude you'd stay up you'd stay up you'd be like you <laughs> everyone would, go you to would. bed you'd be like are, oh i've got some work to do tonight i gotta stay up <laughs> i mean i think we just disproved the existence of ghosts because why the fuck would they be wearing clothes right they wouldn't be dude fucking the most erotic scene of all time ghostbusters fucking uh <laughs> ray stance getting a fucking hummer from a ghost <laughs> <laughs> It's a kid's movie. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. Marketed to children. Selling toys, props, everything. The children. Ghost blowing race dance. His <laughs> eyes rolling back the most cartoonish way. Uh, Amityville goes... Also, uh, prop, dude, the least likely Ghostbuster to get a fucking blowjob from anybody. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, in fucking... Well, order, maybe Egon. Maybe, in, maybe Egon. No, no, I'm still taking Egon over fucking... Nah, Ra- dude, dude race sucks. Bl- Ray fucking sucks. Uh, no, I, I don't disagree, but who's gonna blow Egon? He's got the brains. Like, His name's just... fucking Egon. <laughs> Yo, it goes... Mm, is Winston above Peter? It might he might be above for Peter. sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It goes so it goes. Winston, dude, that stupid walk that Peter does with a one stiff leg. That, <laughs> Peter's a fucking him ham. Below Peter's a fucking ham. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes. Winston, Peter, Rick Moranis, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Janine. What is her name? Janine, uh, Dana, and then fucking Egon. And Ray stands. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's the definitive order. Amityville 3, everybody. Mark your books, baby. <laughs> um, so they've been rated R forever. Uh, by forever, I mean two movies. And then they go, to P- <laughs> they go to PG with this one. This is PG? This is a PG film. Dude, this has like more, more like horror in it than the other two. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, and well, also, maybe not part two. Also, somehow, fucking tw- only tw- like twelve months after part two. So, like, <laughs> Dino was like, "This is gonna be a fucking hit," and like started filming immediately. Uh, two came out in September eighty two. This is November eighty three. So, like, they got cracking. Yeah, and, and then he was like. <laughs> Let's make it PG because that's what everyone wants to see. It was a fucking bust, naturally. Uh, six million dollar budget, six point three box. 
Um, I mean, when you can't use the name Lutz, whether you agree with the Lutzes, you believe the Lutzes, the Lutzes were the selling point of part one. Right. And I think, this was, I think this movie was supposed to take a jab at the Lutzes with the um, people at the beginning. So this movie it takes a jab. It's, it's, I don't want to say a jab, but it's based off Stephen Kaplan, who at the time was spending all of his money and effort into uh, disproving the, the Lutzes. Like he dedicated his entire life into proving oh, that the Lutzes were full of shit. Really? Um yeah, so he I love, what I love most about this guy is uh he he is listed as an American paranormal investigator, the founder of the, and the director of the Vampire Research Center and the Parapsychology Institute of America. And uh he also classifies himself as a vampirologist. Which Those are those are things. <laughs> Yo, it's like when the History Channel does the history of vampires at, like, Halloween time. You know what the history is? There's no history. It's a fucking it, book. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> There's no history because they're not real. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, so, that- so, in 1976, after the Lutz, the real-life Lutzes left the actual Amityville house, uh, George Lutz called this guy Kaplan and at the time, Kaplan was the executive director of the Parapsychology Institute of America on Long Island, which his mom's basement, his house, right? His it's house. Just, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just, that's what Yo, if they had Google Maps back then, it would just be a fucking two-family fucking house. And uh, apparently, uh, George Lutz requested that Kaplan and his associates, which... Uh, it, he didn't have associates, but uh, he wanted them to investigate the Amityville horror. And uh, <laughs> Kaplan says, I'm, re- I'm actually reading this verbatim right here. The Kaplan says that the initial conversation immediately aroused his suspicions as to the validity of Lutz's claim that the house was haunted. Kaplan said that Lutz asked about a fee for the group services. And Kaplan said that they do not charge for investigation. But if the story is a hoax, the entire world will know. And then uh, Lutz was like, well, go fuck yourself. I don't want you to investigate. Uh, that kind of makes sense. Uh, you know, George, he wrote a book. Uh, he had a movie commissioned. So that kind of makes sense. I I love George and Kathleen Lutz's uh, refute to this <laughs> or counter argument to this. And they're like, yeah, we called Kaplan. And he listed himself as a vampirologist. And we we're like, this guy's not legit at anything. And we want nothing to do with him. So I actually kind of believe the Lutzes. I know that Yo, they're notorious liars. I'm on board with the Lutzes. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on board with the Lutzes. <laughs> Yo, because if you like called somebody and you were like, do you investigate ghosts? And he was like, yes. And also vampires. You'd be like, okay, fucking, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm a not licensed vampirologist. Dude, a licensed vampirologist. What does that mean? What does that mean? And by the way, when you <laughs> mentioned his associates, all I could think about was like fucking what? what what's the guy's at Kaplan? Kaplan answering the phone is like an, another person. Like, hello, like Steve Kaplan's <laughs> office. <laughs> oh, let me get him for you. And then just like covering it and being like, oh, hello. I mean, it has the makings of all those like eighties movies, right? <laughs> just. Of Ghostbusters, really. Just just Dude. a thing that is not real, and they're starting their own business. Can we pitch a comedy about the fucking Amityville horror? 
like 23 movies in and it hasn't been done dude a comedy like dude this is so fucking funny the true story behind all of this and like because the lutzes probably are full of shit right go that route the lutzes are full of shit and they're trying to con a con man and it's like the fucking it's insane it's fucking insane and then just suing everyone like they make a movie. I'm on board. I, th- I think that's a good fucking movie. You don't have movie. to, like, write humor. You can just tell it as is. Right. Dude, calling <laughs> just- Stephen Kaplan, and he's like, I investigate vampires. <laughs> and then getting into a feud where Kaplan's like, I'm going to make sure they fucking look stupid. Yeah. Dedicating his life to it. Yeah, because that's, that's crazy. Don't <laughs> dedicate your life to that. Because <laughs> of all the houses that could be haunted, that's probably the one. That's probably the one. <laughs> That's a gruesome murder, family murder happened. I mean, really, yeah. It sounds like a grudge match, right? He's just mad that they didn't want to hire him. And right. they, they probably, that actually makes me believe them even more. Because they probably, on that phone, they're probably just like, listen, man, uh, we don't believe you're actually any of these things. Because once again, those aren't jobs. Those aren't job titles. that's not a building and, in Long Island. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we went to your headquarters and your mom answered the door. <laughs> Nobody's giving degrees, yeah. You know? Nobody's giving PhDs for these things that you're claiming to be a doctor in. So, and he probably took that to heart, and uh, he's like, "I'm going to ruin these fucking guys' lives." And to an extent, he did. To an extent, he succeeded. <laughs> to an extent, he did. He really fucking did. And it's weird because I have a lot of notes about the doctor in this movie, who I kept putting "doctor" in quotes because I refused to refer to him as a doctor because. He's kind of Steve Kaplan now that you're telling me this. I did not know this in advance. This guy that in this movie is like a do- the doctor of like uh what what do they call it? Like psychological. No, no, it wasn't even psychological. It was like the unknown, the paranormal kind of. Yeah, I'm trying to um I mean they're they're paranormal investigators. Well, they uh, are but doctor doc, doc, Dr. Elliot West. <laughs> Dr. Elliot West is like, he he does something else. And it's like kind of related to this. And he kind of follows the Kaplan vibe Dude, he's like talking about. He's like an MK Ultra guy. Like, yes, he's yes. He's doing yes. like, you know, what Eleven does in, in Stranger Things. He's like conducting these experiments with <laughs> people. You, you, I will save it, I guess. I guess we actually do have to get into this movie. But it's so funny because... That dude. Now that you say that, like I didn't think this while watching it, but now you say that that guy is Steve Kaplan. Yeah. But but the uh, the main character is based on Steve Kaplan in real life, and not Steve Kaplan at all. That guy. <laughs> that guy fucking like, sucks. This guy's dude. This guy, John Baxter is way more put together than than Kaplan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is, but like John Baxter is the bad guy in this movie. <laughs> I'll prove it. All all right, mo- t- tell me why. Tell all, all of these movies, uh, dude, one through three are dead. Well, I guess I shouldn't say one, but one teeters the line. It's just like deadbeat dads of Amityville. It's just like the fucking pits. This guy treats people like fucking dog shit. If, if they say anything related to like ghosts, he's like, you fucking stupid idiot. <laughs> like, fucking dummy. Dude, his best friend and and partner dies. And he's like, yeah, she was all fucking wrapped up in this fucking thing. (laughs) (laughs) One of the greatest death scenes in movie history. Dude, Dude, I, 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 that, 
shot. That no. scene alone makes this movie good. No, Kaplan's death scene at the end is the fucking greatest. <laughs> from this, from that lady's death on, the movie is A+. Plus. This movie is it's fucking not. A+. Plus. It's not. <laughs> it's not, dude. The end... Dude, they like it's so weird. Okay, let's let's start talking about it. You got so we talked about the lawsuits, the remake. This is directed by Richard Fleischer, who yeah. man made tons Conan. of movies, tons and tons. Conan of the Barbarian. Conan. So Fantastic he was known. Voyage. Yeah, he was known for his B movies, and then he but he did things like Fantastic Voyage. He did Doctor Doolittle. Like that's crazy. Like the original Torah, Torah, Torah. Yeah, man. Like, like he. He's an interesting. For some cat, reason, man. my mom would sh- would watch that like once a week. <laughs> Biggest Tora 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 fan ever. Well, tell her to check this one out. It's probably up her alley. Um, and then after Amityville 3D, they give him the reins of Conan and Red Sonia, um, and that's kind of how he ends his career. Uh, you got Tony Roberts in this, who's famous for his work with that pedophilic creep Woody Allen. Um, you got. <laughs> t- t- I he's in popcorn, dude. He's he's in popcorn. I, I, I hate Woody Allen too, but uh, he's he's in Popcorn, and that's a movie that I want to revisit because we did not like it at all. I agree with you. I agree I with you. I feel think, like I might like it more now. Oh well, I mean, Joe, you just said that you love this movie, so your, your Popcorn's going to be a fucking smash hit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree with you. I actually think about that movie a lot because I'm like, I, for one, that one stands out to me where I was like, "There's no way that's fucking bad. Like that fucking probably fucking rocks." It's probably fun. Yeah. And I think we were hard on it. I think we were really hard on it. I remember... Oh, because we I called re- it... Poop, I, just I called the episode Poop Corn. Yeah, you called the episode Poop Corn, yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember sure. recording that episode, and we, we were, like, approaching it from technical angle. The, the cover has a fucking skeleton face that half melted off. <laughs> you got, Do it. You got Tessie Harper, who is an award-winning actress. Um, she goes on to play Jesse Pinkman's mom in Breaking Bad. Very recognizable face. Like if you see her, you're like, Look "Oh, I know, old man. I know her." Yeah, she she's great. Ishtar, Robert Joy, super successful actor. He was Charlie in uh, Land of the Dead. Yeah, uh, Meg Ryan and Lori Laughlin coming into coming into their own in this flick. You know, that's fucking cool. Lori's Lori's first film and Meg's second. And you got. Candy Clark from American Graffiti and another award-winning actress. And all of these people signed on to Amityville 3D. That's crazy. They all read this script. (laughs) Because it's good. Joe, it's not true. Um, (laughs) Dude, the movie opens up with like a panning shot and the credits are all 3D, which, okay, that's fine. Um... But why were there sticks, like, hitting the screen? I think that was supposed to be, like, a 3D effect. Yeah. I, dude, I dude it's it it's so shitty. Dude, it, like, hits, like, the bottom corner of the screen. You're honestly like, is this a fucking, <laughs> fucking fucked up? And this is the start of the worst 3D gags you'll ever see in a fucking 3D movie ever. I, I want to see this in 3D so badly. <laughs> I do. Because, dude, there's, what's insane? Uh... A couple enters the house. They're performing a seance. Uh, the mom is crying out, Ricky, Ricky. Um, and we start hearing him. And you're like, oh, shit, this is fucking real. Um, turns out we see it. Oh, we see a glowing giant. Well, you, glowing see, you, see, you see a big orb circling around. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking sick. 
And then immediately they just start snapping pictures. They're the paparazzo. They fucking, they got them. They got got. And then these are just some scammers that rented out the Amityville house and performed fake seances with all the bells and whistles. Um, and our crew is John Baxter and Melanie, who yes. work for like a kind of like a it's kind of like a tabloid, right? Yeah, and the, I, they're essentially investigative journalists that try to expose fraud cases. Yeah. Dude, the old lady that was performing the seance spits on Melanie's face. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I feel like she might have fucking spat on her in the fucking movie. Like, it was fucking crazy. It was fucking... Spitting on someone is nuts. Spitting on someone is nuts. That's like the most unforgivable offense to me. It really is. You can punch me in the face all you want, dude. If you fucking spit in my face, like, I don't even know. That's so fucking gross, dude. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, and then we meet that professor of psychic studies. That's what he was doing. It was psychic abilities. Um, who They call him over and he's like, well, let's go to the basement with the lights out. That's it. Uh, we hear flies. We see the window pane freeze. Okay. Okay. The, the Richard Fleischer Love flies. was scared shitless from the fly scene in the first one. Because that is, like, that must have been his biggest takeaway from that movie. It was like, For that was sure. the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. Because I've never seen more uses of fly buzzing and, and just flies in general than I have in this movie. The movie ends with a fly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Richard Fleischer thinks the flies are the bad guys in Amityville. <laughs> They're the ones causing all this mess. Uh, he he fucking loves them. If Beelzebub is the Lord of the Flies, so maybe he's on to something. He is on to something, man. Hey, and then they, everyone leaves, and that's the end of the movie. So, <laughs> end of story. No, we come back the next day, um, and this time the owner shows up. And he, he's, like, doing the yeah. whole thing, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did this here. And this is where I start hating John Baxter, because immediately he's like, well, I think you might be fucking onto it. And, dude, he falls into a fucking hole in the ground, and he's like, holy shit. And John this Baxter's like, slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that saying that's a hole in the ground, he falls through, he falls through. A floor, like a plywood floor, it just breaks away. And he's holding on to, he's holding on to the legs of a chair. It's so silly. I almost just spit my drink everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's inc- it's nuts. It's fucking nuts. It's not just a fall. <laughs> um, yeah, and then that opens up, and then John Baxter's like, Dude, it's a, wait, it's a sinkhole in the in the house. And, and they all the characters are immediately like, that must be a gateway to hell. And then John Baxter's like, I'm going to buy this house. That would be... Oh, no, that John, would be, dude, it's so glossed over. John Baxter just goes, oh, it's just a well. <laughs> just a well in the basement. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Fucking idiot. Why, why would the plywood floor give way? Why would there be a just cover up the fucking well? What are you doing? Everyone's just putting boards on it? Like, what? what? the fuck are we talking about and is what the well the bad guy i think it is yeah i mean given given the ending i i think you could make a case for that the well the well like everyone clowns on that fucking clock version clock amityville but this is like the well amityville <laughs> <laughs> fucking way worse 
Um, cue Laughlin and Meg Ryan. We get to meet them for the first time. Laughlin is John Baxter's daughter, who is the lead investigator. Um, and the mom is furious. The mother, Mrs. Baxter, is furious because he has decided to buy the Amityville house. Um, the mom is right in every situation in this movie. Except the end. Okay, okay except the end. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, except the end, but also she is right. But she's she even right about that. Yeah, because yeah. she's even yeah. like, what the fuck even is everything? <laughs> like, what is life? <laughs> Which is a good fucking response if all this was happening to you. You're right. Uh, but she, she's like the level headed one, and she's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're a fucking idiot and an asshole for buying that house. Like, why even buy it? Like, what are you fucking doing? Like, <laughs> go fuck yourself. And to the point where it almost seems like they're divorced because he just goes and lives there. And, like... I thought they were. That's what I thought, too, but they're not. No, no, they're not. And that comes apparent at the end. But I... They are the most estranged couple I've ever seen. And it also seems like he's romantically involved with uh, Candy Clark. Melanie, yeah. Uh, her name. That's what Melanie. I thought Melanie, forever, yeah. dude. So when she came, when the mom came in the picture, I was like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, because the mom walks in and Candy Clark and Melanie is like, or no, the daughter comes in and Melanie is pissed. Yeah. yeah it's so fucking weird. Um, meanwhile, while this is happening, Melanie, speaking of her, is developing photos and she notices some weird discombobulated photos of the owner of the house's face. Um, <laughs> cut to the owner. Uh, uh, his name is Cliff Sanders. He goes to the house looking for Baxter. Instead, he finds 8 billion flies. This is an opportunity for a 3D effect. Instead, they just do these fuzzy dots flying. <laughs> they're not even like flies. Like, they're just fu- fuzzy dots, like, floating around the screen. And I'm like, this is the fucking worst. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, until the fucking... Until... <laughs> Dude, Richard Fleischer unleashed a box of, like, actual flies onto this man's face, right? Because those are real flies. I've never seen Yo. anyone so engulfed. I've never seen somebody inside. get their ass kicked by flies before. <laughs> These flies jump this dude, beat the shit out of him. He's fucking deader than a fucking doornail. Um, which makes the next scene so much funnier because Melanie shows up, right? Ba- okay, wait, wait, wait. Back up. The owner dies from flies via fly. Uh, John Baxter then shows up, finds him dead. That is a no, no. He's he's not quite dead yet because we have to watch him. Do we have to watch him do the final gasps from flies? He got his ass kicked by flies. Uh, John Baxter is there. That's a traumatic event to watch any human being die. Um, You're not really gonna much that day you're, not gonna, you're probably gonna pack it up and go home and just like hug your family <laughs> correct and also i don't think you can do much in that house that day because it needs to be investigated <laughs> right instead melanie shows up that same day john baxter is washing his hands and melanie's like hey man what are you doing and he's like the fucking owner just died and she's like okay cool you want to look at these fucking pictures because they're pretty wacky <laughs> They gloss over this man's death as if it's nothing. Dude, they give no fucks about this man's life. Life continues, no questions asked. Which is also funny because, as you mentioned, Melanie 
like saw him as a rotting corpse in her pictures, which should she should, like that seems like a pretty big thing to connect the dots to. Be like, wait a second, and she does, and it's Baxter who's like, "You fucking wackadoos and all your superstitions." So that's what you're getting from John Baxter in this, and Melanie's just kind of like. Hey, man, like, I think it's fucking weird that this dude died and these fucking pictures show his face, like, falling off. <laughs> like, that seems odd. That seems odd to me. Um, we get a little demon POV, but that's um, unwarranted because that's not the story. Yeah, and we also, that's not the only time we get it. No, it happens, like, a few times. It's, like, it's always, bah, it's bah, always bah. peering out the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loves peeking out windows. That's not where he is. Uh, <laughs> Susan moves in with her dad, uh, and the dad's like, pick any room. And she picks the entire second floor for some reason. <laughs> dad's like, that's cool. <laughs> um, Baxter's not even in the house, though. He's, like, back at his, I don't even know. Dude, but, like, it's so fucking weird, because... He lives in Amityville. Right. Because the kids know the house. Her Susan, the daughter, Lori Laughlin, all of her friends know of the history of the house. Um, I think they're there. And they're able to go from their house to the Amityville house very quickly. So I think they're yes. in town. But anyway, he's in this, like, giant office building. Um and he, he gets his first um, thing with a ghost with the elevator just rocketing up and down. When, when it with is shooting buzzing. up, the way, of course, when it is shooting up, the actor is just laying on the floor and he looks like such a fucking idiot. Dude, it's so <laughs> stupid. It's the dumbest shit in the world. Uh, this does not phase him, though. And uh, even when he, there's never a moment where somebody's like, hey, weird shit is happening. And he's like, oh, my God. Something happened to me in the elevator. That's fucking weird. <laughs> he still continues his path of like his war path of like, you all are fucking dumb as fuck <laughs> for believing this shit. Fucking Amityville. Remember that movie Devil? Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan, the elevator. Oh, it was great. The the V is the down arrow. It's basically That's... that scene. I, I mean. Sure. Minus M Knight didn't do any flies, fucking bullshit. But <laughs> how do you know it's the devil if there's not flies around? Honestly, <laughs> a great point. Melanie goes back to the house. Um, she needs to go to the basement to fix a breaker. Um, another 3D gag here. Her flashlight panning across the room, dude. We're, again, we're talking about a paranormal thing. We're talking about a movie. You could do a million things to throw at the screen. Instead, it's her looking through a dark basement with her flashlight. And the flashlight is, like, in your fucking face. And you're like, okay, cool. That's sick. Sick, bro. <laughs> um, she goes back upstairs after not deciding not to do anything. Door flies open and, like, fucking freezes her with cold air. <laughs> that cold air is unbelievable. Sub-zero. It's like... A permafrost into her face. Dude, her face turns white. I bet you anything, like, that was actually just... I mean, I I, I, I guarantee it was, like, a fire extinguisher. But that shit's fucking cold. Like, I bet you she had fucking burns on her face after that. Maybe that's why her death is the way it is. Um. Anyway. Uh, John Baxter listens to... Melanie's like, fuck this. She's out. 
And so John like goes and talks to her and she's like, I don't even want to tell you because like you're fucking asshole about this stuff. And he's like, come on, just tell me we're partners. So she tells him what happened. And he's like, have you lost your fucking mind? (laughs) (laughs) He is such a piece of shit. Like he is such a piece of shit. And he's like, so you want to explain why this only happens to you and not me? Dude, dude, you motherfucker. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, meanwhile, the doctor, in air quotes, from the beginning of the movie, we cut to him torturing human beings who we find out he just like casually turns around to talk to fucking Baxter's wife and is like, yeah, she's been in uh sensory deprivation for 52 hours. It just fucking breaks you. And you're yeah, like, oh, what dude, the fuck? He is an, <laughs> he is an MK Ultra doctor. Yes. Dude, you sleep uh, sensory deprivation for fifty two hours. It's fucking. That's torture. That's not even fucking. Fucking. That is one thousand <laughs> percent torture. And meanwhile, Mrs. Baxter standing there like, like wow, great that work. Person, <laughs> that person will not be the same when they come out. No, even he's like the brain will just fucking break. <laughs> After a certain point, they'll just fucking kill themselves. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my God! John Baxter's wife is there, um, <laughs> but he she interrupts this incredible work to be like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. does he even say what he's trying to achieve? No, why he's doing this? <laughs> he's just torturing people." <laughs> she's like, "This is all really well and good, but my daughter, I think, is going to the Amityville house and being weird." And he's like, "Sounds like it. I just, sounds like somebody should do something about this." <laughs> Uh, but not soon enough, because Laughlin and Meg Ryan go to the house just to hang out, because uh, the dad's not there. And this is where Meg Ryan gives us her fucking full mangle expert thing about ghosts having sex. And dude, yeah. she says it like a fact. She's like, did you know ghosts fuck people? <laughs> she says that with such conviction that I almost wanted to look it up. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that, I, I, was, I just like, like bought into it. I was like, yeah, that's a thing. And then I was like, wait, what am I saying? Ghosts, first of all, ghosts fucking aren't real but they're definitely not <laughs> fucking people and she's like women say it's the best fuck they've ever had <laughs> they've ever had <laughs> oh my god and then she's like yeah she, your dad's there with the fucking ghost with the big old boobs and i'm like oh man this is fucking wild and then she uh retells the defeo story and using the name defeo which why didn't anyone else before but probably all the lawsuits i guess it was the lawsuit. Imagine if Meg was like, hey, did you know that the sister and the brother were fucking and the sister might have been in on the murder? <laughs> that goes into the fucking <laughs> the Joe the Joe dialogue from last week of fucking conspiracies of it all. And Lori Laughlin's like true mangle. Lori Laughlin's like, you need to get the fuck out of this fucking house. Right <laughs> <Yeah. now." laughs> fuck are you talking about? Um she knows more than anyone though. Um Lori uh uh, Meg Griff, uh, Meg Ryan, not Meg Griffin, uh, yells into the well and gets a yell back. Yeah, probably a sign to leave. Yeah, forever. All of these people get multiple signs to just like this house actually is haunted. And the, again, the mom's a hundred percent right because we cut to her who's like just like berating the, the Laughlin and the dad, and she's like, only a guy with a colossal fucking ego would buy that fucking house to live in. And she's 100% right. What she's right. fucking asshole would do that? Only somebody that's like, I'm so fucking smart. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. who the fuck 
buy that? You'd have to be a fucking Steve dickhead. Kaplan. Steve Kaplan. <laughs> Later that day, Baxter goes to the bathroom where water's running and the walls start closing in on him. Um, that does not phase him. <laughs> Dude. Whatsoever. It's like the elevator scene, I can forgive. Like sure. if we're talking about a real life experience, if you buy, a, if you're the biggest skeptic in the world and you buy a notorious haunted house, I get it. Like if, if it, something like that happens to you in the elevator, you'd, you'd be like, well, that's fucking weird. But after hearing like your partner experiencing something in the house and then you start being like, well, the two of us experienced two weird things. Once you see walls start moving, you're like, you know what? I'm good. I'm out of here. I don't have to tell anyone I cracked. I don't have to reveal I'm not a skeptic anymore, but I'm out of here. And your partner isn't even, like, upset at this point. She has quit. Like, she's done. Like, she's like, fuck (laughs) this. Somebody you've known and done this with for years. Yes. And they mention this is what they do. They go to fucking haunted houses and disprove them. They fucking go to fucking psychics and disprove them. Like, spooky shit. They go and disprove. And... This is the first time she's like, I'm fucking done. I'm not going back. Yes. And he's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and Melanie, speaking of her, gets uh, taken out by uh, some taken ta- or her car gets taken over by ghouls. Dude. Okay. So this is the scene. And like, this is not a very long movie and we're moving pretty Like, I feel like we're moving more quickly than we normally do. That's also what I like about this movie. Like, it's not overly long, and I think the pacing is perfectly fine for a haunted house movie. Yeah, uh, for sure. I, I, well, no, no. Well, the pacing's okay. It, it, so she gets into the car, right? And 3D gag, pipe goes through the window, misses her final, by like Final destination. Feet. Yep. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Not even close there. Not even a concern. Uh, but then she just gets lit on fire. <laughs> she catches on fire, and that's the end of that, dude. She gets fucking roasted. Dude, fucking you fire. are you are short selling that though. Her her fire death is extravagant. Yeah, kind of crazy. It's worth noting that she took pictures of the house. Uh, she found a demonic face, and she's taking those pictures to show John. And that's what catches on fire. You know, the car gets taken over by the demon or whatever. And the pictures actually light on fire, which she tries to put out with her hand, which is that's pretty ill-advised from trying to put out a fire in your car. But her hand's not the thing that catches on fire. Her entire outfit bursts into flames. It's the fucking best, dude. <laughs> and then some guy comes to try and rescue her because the entire car is on fire. And she is... There's nothing left. She's just burnt to a crisp. And that, and the prosthetic, the, the makeup effects on that are fucking top notch. Dude, it's it's a disgusting corpse. Like, you see her silhouette in the thing, and I actually started laughing because I was like, there's just like a skeleton sitting in the front, and that's fucking hilarious. But when he opens the door, it's actually pretty fucking disgusting. Like, it's a burn. It's a burned person. Like, it's fucking gross. She's completely charred. And also, also they have like the... Uh, second death gag where she, she moves like sits up dude she is a skeleton like she's a fucking skeleton and her arm fucking moves and you're like what the, no muscles to move the fucking bone <laughs> oh my goodness um our next 3d gag uh 
is a guy shooting the paper off the end of his straw into the camera. <laughs> At a restaurant. I fucking love the dedication to bullshit 3D effects. What the fuck is this? Um, these are the love interests to the gals. I thought they would play a bigger role, but they don't whatsoever. Actually. No, I mean, the movie's almost over. Sean. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Like, we get to a point where this all finally comes together and the doctor of the psychic abilities shows up. He shows up with 15 minutes left in the movie, and I was like, what the fuck? Sure, I think it's, I, dude, I think it's less than that. I think it's less than that. And that's like the arc, I, right? That's like the, holy shit, we think some... And by the way, even at this point, John Baxter doesn't believe it. Right. He's doing this to make his wife feel stupid. <laughs> <laughs> which, which we, we, we didn't even get to the scene no, yet. No. A very traumatic yes. event happens... And he is still doing this to be like, you're out of your, like, get a grip. Fuck. She is mourning. She, this is a devastating thing that's happened. And all these people are experiencing it. And death is abound. And he's just doing it to be like, you're, you're dumb. I'm, I'm not. And, and it's the opposite of what we were saying last week with Amityville 2. Whereas Amityville 2 should have ended and they, yes, for some reason, yes. make it last another forty-five minutes. This this arc should have happened like sixty minutes ago, dude. It's crazy. And they just have it for the last five minutes. <laughs> it's genuinely nuts. I couldn't believe this was happening. I was just like, I, 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 I mean, I guess you're, I guess you're right about the pace because, like, there was never once where I was like, how fucking long is this movie? Like. I guess it was fine for that purpose. No, I, I, like we're saying, when they bring this in, I was actually concerned because it's like, oh fuck, they're gonna ruin it. Like there's gonna there's gotta be like another hour left, and then you see there's seven minutes. You're like, wait, what? 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 How is this gonna get resolved now? But it, it is it's it's quick up to this point. <laughs> um. So, so wait, where where's my shit? Um. So, yeah, we meet those love interests. Uh, the mom heads to the house because she hasn't heard from Lori Laughlin, Susan, for a while. She gets there. The house is empty. Susan walks in absolutely soaked. Soaked. Just sopping wet. Um, she walks up the stairs not speaking. Right? Mom goes and follows her. Meanwhile, dad pulls up outside and sees somebody being pulled out of the water. Yes. I will give this movie credit for this moment, these scenes right now. This is a terrifying, like, this is a good horror scene. This is, and it actually, like, it fucked with me. Like, I didn't understand what was happening. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I was like, did Lori drown this person? Did, did were they swim? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what happened. See, I picked up, I picked, as soon as you saw the body coming out, I was like, holy shit. Oh, I didn't like, pick up mom- on it. Dude, I, I picked that immediately, and it honestly gave me chills because it's like those, it's like those scary stories you read in the dark yeah, yeah, tale. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It gave me that vibe because it like that, the same type of ghost story that you always see, like somebody yeah. sees the ghost, but then they get the phone call. It's like, I, this person just passed. Yeah, wait, what? they're in the room right now. Like, I just talked to them. Yeah, I, I, I'm getting shit. goosebumps. Like that, Love that shit. I think that shit's awesome. Yeah, I actually just I, I want to do. I think maybe for October this year because we've committed to not doing Disney this year. I didn't commit to shit. No, that's what you said. We both agreed on it. But, but here's here's my thing. I'm into ghost movies right now. Honestly, since Amityville, I'm like, I love this fucking... Dude, I put um, Tale of Two Sisters up on our Plex. I put 
two other ghost movies. I forget. Oh, the other Woman in Black. Woman in Black's on there. The original, right? The yes. BBC movie. BBC. The best. The fucking best. Fucking best. Dude, ghost movies are so fucking cool, and no one knows how to fucking do them. There's like three <laughs> it good get fumbled ones. A lot. Yeah. It, it gets like, fumbled a lot. It's crazy, and honestly, the Americans like I think fucked up the ghost thing. They they fucking ruined it. They fucking ruined that shit. We we made a mockery of ghosts. These other countries know how to make ghosts scary. <laughs> and this movie, the spookiest. So. While the mom's going up to follow Lori Laughlin, the dad pulls up in the driveway, sees somebody drowning, runs over there. It is Lori Laughlin. She has drowned yes. in the fucking boat. And we still cut to the mom following Lori around the house being like, Susan, Susan, like, trying to find her, trying to, like, get her. Doesn't. She hears an ambulance, runs outside. Right? Yep. Sees Lori there. Or... Yep. Yeah, she does see him. She does see her. And, and the husband is like, John Baxter is like, she drowned. And the mom's like, no, she didn't. She's fucking inside. Right. And 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 she believes it so much that she does not even attend the funeral. Right. It's fucking crazy. It's haunting, man. That's, just, that, that, that's like, it hits you hard. Until she gets into that mode, I was like, I would just fucking murder my fucking husband. If I walked up, because, like, this whole time she's been like, this fucking house sucks. Stop letting our daughter go there. And then the daughter fucking drowns. Yeah. Like, that's that's a, that's fucking good. No, and again, it's, it's heartbreaking. Again, yeah. the dad's the fucking villain. He fucking was like, hey, honey, pick any room in this fucking piece of shit house where everyone was fucking murdered. She's like, I'll take the murder room. And he's like, okay, that costs one hug. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiotic dude <laughs> fucking amityville deadbeat dads the series <laughs> fucking assholes anyway they go into the house into the portal portal of hell well okay no 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 sorry so they call elliot west elliot west who brings eight billion pieces of equipment they're filming everything they're recording everything recording the audio they got all these fucking monitors and shit and all of this is because fucking john baxter called him and was like explained what was happening and like elliot west is like yeah well uh the only thing we can do is show her how stupid she is and like john baxter's <laughs> like oh, that sounds fucking phenomenal let's fucking do that <laughs> and john's even had nightmares at this point about about the well, but he's still just focusing on his wife. <laughs> so that that well that well scene's actually kind of fucking weird, or or the Laughlin drowning scene is kind of fucking weird because when that ends, Baxter shoots up, and I was like, "Oh, Lori's still alive." No, <laughs> not the case. <laughs> he just dreamed like the last end of that moment, and it's it just it's yeah. fucking crazy. He's grieving. I mean. I don't, I don't know why they decided to put that. Like, go so hard on that in this movie. It's, <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It's pretty depressing, man. <laughs> and by the way, when he wakes up, the house is completely torn apart. Yeah. And he's like, oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and the mom has, you know, talked to this guy, Elliot. Honestly, Elliot West should be arrested and fucking put to death. <laughs> Because she had talked to Elliot West, who, like, this MK Ultra motherfucker was like, 
talking to her about reality and like like kind of skewed her reality like one person's reality isn't another person's reality so when her husband is like Lori's dead or Susan I should say Lori Laughlin's dead the mom's like that's your reality my reality is she's here like yeah like what you saw isn't what I saw. I saw something totally fucking different than you. It was a different reality than yours. And that's fucking crazy, dude. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they've filled the entire house with all the sensors and all of that. And we have just a few moments remaining. <laughs> and we get a good old boom, boom mic 3D gag here with one of the guys with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> The old boom mic into the camera fucking gag you see him like Muppets 3D at fucking Disney World. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Uh, Susan shows up and tells her mom to come with her. She's an orb, by the way. So the fucking the fucking fakers weren't faking. <laughs> Um, and she's like, well, her, they were, <laughs> well, that's, <laughs> they, I mean, they were guy, guys in an all black outfit, <laughs> dangling a, a green ball. <laughs> and so this orb is like, mom, come with me. It sounds like Susan. She goes and we find out the well is the villain and killed Susan and is now using Susan's spirit to lure the mother into the well yes. to, to eat or kill or whatever the fuck the well does. Okay. <laughs> and this fucking doctor is like, listen, pal. This was so mental. This was so nuts. Because even before I knew the end, this this moment's crazy because John Baxter's like, we got to save her. We got to save her. And he's like, listen, I know what's fucking happening here. And we can save them both. But you have to, like, listen to me. So I actually thought, you know, like, dude, we only have a few minutes left. I'm like, oh, we're going we're gonna to save both of them. That's kind of fucking... Weird. I I thought they would go that that route too. I thought they would bring because Susan back. How would he know? Why would he know what he was doing? Anyway, they go to the well, and immediately, immediately, the doctor <laughs> puts his face right next to the well. I don't even. This is his big plan. This is his big plan, and he's gonna save both dude, of them. It, dude, his dude's plan is just to smooth talk the well. It's big, hey baby. Why don't you come on? <laughs> Why don't you both come on out? <laughs> And instead, a fire-breathing monster pops out. Fire-breathing demon. <laughs> torches half of his face. <laughs> and pulls him into the well. Dude, immediately. Immediately. As soon as he gets there. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard of in my life. Dude, I'm telling you, man. This movie's fun. With only a few minutes left, a guy being that confident and being like... Don't worry, I've got this. Like, of course he's got this. This is the end of the movie. Okay, f- do it. <laughs> he gets fucking pulled into the well. <laughs> We're back and at then once he's square one. Back at square one, and once he's pulled into the well, the house does what the house does best. Starts fucking imploding. <laughs> <laughs> the house and does. his entire crew is being picked off one by one. By Amityville shrapnel. Like, it is just like, parts of the house flying across and killing people. 
Joe, this is a 3D movie. None of these awesome explosions were part of the 3D gags. <laughs> dude, dude, more explosions than you'll get in any movie and more flying debris than I've ever seen. None of it in 3D. <laughs> it's fucking unreal what this guy fucking did. Oh, my God. Um, and the Baxters, though, they, the Baxters survived. The house exploded. <laughs> But the the house explodes. The Baxters are safe. We get this panning camera into the house. It's like the, the opening details of the crypt, but the house has exploded. And we go deep into the house. And what do we see? A well. And then, and then what do we see end here? A bubble. <laughs> the well starts bubbling. And then we get, drum roll, a fucking fly. A single fly, a single fly flying on screen. <laughs> oh, and then a freeze frame, uh, freeze frame of the phone. Oh, Richard Fleischer. Hey, man. <laughs> Good old PG-rated fucking Amityville. <laughs> Gotta fucking love it. <laughs> that-, that guy's death and, and the car death are worth watching alone. <laughs> Dude, introducing that demon at the end is so crazy. That is so nuts, dude. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. Fucking insane. I love it. Um, We're doing... Wait, so you're you're back on board to liking it? Yeah, I think so. All right, good. Yeah, damn right. For sure not. But, yeah, I'm in a good mood right now talking about it. (laughs) Um. Chucky two thousand or Child's Play two thousand nineteen. We're going to be doing that live in Chicago. Chicago this coming come weekend through. at the Brood. Come through seven p.m. Central Time Friday. Friday the sixteenth. Uh, we're going to have a good time. Listen, I don't know how much the Brood can hold, and we we've never really like promoted our live shows except to fans, right? But this right. this time we gave the brood flyers to hang up and to give out like 500 of them or something like that to hand out to people like little flyers. Um, and we're going to be on ABC 7 this Thursday at 7.45 a.m. ABC 7 in Chicago uh, if you want to watch that. Uh, they cut our segment down quite a bit, but it's all good. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. And But my point is we're like promoting this like to a larger audience. So, if you are a Patreon member and you show up, please let me know that because in case it's, I don't, I don't think it's going to be crowded. I just don't know how big the brood is and who can, who will show up. So, yeah, may, it might be no uh, one. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Hey, listen, if only five people showed up, I would still be I, grateful and it would I'd still fun. have fucking fun. We've, you know, we've had shows where we had less than expected to show up and i still had one of the best times ever so oh yeah for sure for sure it's been a great time and it'll be fun no matter what but i was just like the guy from abc7 i like did a pre-interview with him and he he he's the reason i'm thinking this way because he's like so like how big is it like are people going to be waiting at the door and i was like oh i didn't think about that And I was like, it's not, I don't think it's big. Like, I don't know. Like, I failed to ask these basic questions <laughs> when doing this. So we'll see what happens. It'll be, it'll be fun. But if you're a Patreon member, please let me know. So like, if it is crowded, like we can prioritize certain people. Right. Shout out to the people traveling 
Oh, because I, no. I know I, I've had messages from people that are like, I'm coming in for this driving out of state. Out of state. Flying in. Dude, Dude I don't crazy. I just, that's flying in. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Um, that's absolutely insane. So it'll be a really good time, though. Come see us. Uh, then we'll be at Riot Fest the next day. So if you're going to that, uh, we can link up, get a drink, yep. mosh. Tear the fucking pit up to yellow card. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. What is, what is their song? I don't even know what their song is. Ocean's uh, Ave. Ocean Ave. Oh, yeah. fucking nailed it, baby. Okay. Um, we're there for the misfits, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What else do we have to promote? Fucking uh, uh, all documented, all true. Record a new episode this weekend. Yes, th- this week. Nope, that's a lie. This week. We're going to record Tuesday night, uh, and I'll put it out as soon as possible. And that is a Patreon exclusive. Um, and we're going to start doing what we're going to start doing. Because Operation High Jump was a big one. Is this a big one or a smaller yeah. one? No. So we're, we're going to alternate. So like, Right. The big one for... Um, when we have a live show, so we don't have a new episode, we're gonna do like a, a more heavy hitter. Oh, I think the we other sh- week. I think we swap that. I think the heavy hitter goes swap on it. Patreon. All right, say less. After this week, after this week, we'll swap after this week. Yeah, swap it. so we'll do two small ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So the small one will be up on Patreon, and we shouldn't call them small, Joe. They're for sure gonna last over an hour. This. Will probably last longer than Operation High Jump, dude. When me and when me and Mike chose this topic, we were like, maybe we should come up with like three other topics to like fill it. And then our notes were like fifteen pages long. Right, well. uh, dude, I I think we will be able to turn any topic into bullshit, dude. I, I, I mean, look what we're doing right now to end the episode. I said, so. I said this. I said this to Joe. I said this to Joe about. Uh, I don't even know what was I going to say. I forget. Anyway. Um, that's a wrap. Hey, 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 I don't know. I honestly totally lost my thought, uh, my train of thought. Um, hey, Dat, all documented, all true. New episode will be out this week for Patreon. Um, and then we will try to stream this for Patreon, our live show in Chicago. So um, I will put up a Crowdcast thing this week, and uh, hopefully it'll work out. I, I really hope it works. That would be sick. I, it's working in my head. I, I'm going to set it up tomorrow and see if it actually <laughs> works. Um but very excited about that. Um, anything else that we're promoting or no? I think that's it. Chicago's the big one. Come cool. on through. And then we'll be in... Free uh, to come in. If you want to donate, there'll be a Venmo. Yes. And we'll, um, we're doing Monster Mania in November. November. Oaks, PA. And maybe a live show somewhere. Yes. We shall see. All right. Guys, thank you all so much. I appreciate you all. Uh, if you want to help us out, patreon.com slash I hate horror, I hate horror.com. And you can follow us at Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Ugnish1985. And that's a wrap, guys. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster.